Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Actually, what we're going to be doing with this is just trying on some different variations of postures and flows. and uh, Nothing crazy, just having a little yoga fun. We'll start with breathing. That'll remain consistent. As different options come at you today, right, pick the ones that serve your breath the best. Ones that allow you to be in your body, enjoying your life, the actual life that is in you, that's here now, because it's awesome. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees, tuck your toes, make your way up to down dog. Bend your knees deeply like you're getting ready to jump and send the hip crease way up. Your breath in. A long, slow breath out. And inhale. Come up onto the balls of your feet. Lift your heels. Straighten your legs as far as yours goes. It's like your quadricep muscles are pulling up your kneecaps. And then send the top of your thighs back and up. Breath in. Long, slow breath out. And come back to somewhere in between those that suits you. And on an inhale, take the right leg up and back. We'll keep it straight. Squeeze it tight. Reach the outer edge of your foot for the ceiling. Drop your left heel down. Get a breath in. And then if you exhale, take a big step into a low lunge. And then we're going to shorten that step up by bending the back knee almost to a square. Climb up to the front thigh, both hands on the leg. And draw your abdominals in, drop your chin. Squeeze your left glute muscle. And then dig the front heel in and, and draw yourself a bit forward. And breath here into your upper back. And breath out, we'll release hands to mat, step back, hands and knees to the floor. When you inhale, take cobra, you're gonna pull your hands back, fingertips into the mat, hug your elbows in, and then release down, press back, hands and knees to down dog. On an inhale, take your left leg, up and back behind, keeping it straight. Reach for the ceiling with the outer edge of your foot. And then as we exhale, big step, low lunge. We're going to slide the back knee up a bit. Uh, it's almost like you're, you're kneeling to get knighted. Hands to the front thigh. Pull navel center back towards your spine. Squeeze your right glute. Press into your back foot and pull into your front heel so you slide slightly forward. Breathe into your upper back. You exhale, release hands to mat. We'll step back and down to the floor. Slide your hands out wide onto the, the floor outside your mat. Cobra on fingertips. And release down slow. 
and the knees will press back to down dog. And with an inhale, take your right leg up. This time, bend it. And then press your heels with the left heel to the ground, right heel to the side wall. Breath in, squeeze the outer edge of your leg, lift the knee up. Then exhale, take a big step into a low lunge. Back knee down. And inhale the arms up, Anjaniasana. And exhale, right hand down, right fingertips toward the floor, reach up to the left arm. Breath in here. Breathe out. Recenter. Plant your hands. Step back, hands and knees, all the way to the mat. And come up for locust. Palms down. Squeeze shoulder blades together on your back. Release down slow. Press into your hands and knees. And back to down dog. On your inhale, take your left leg up. Bend your knee. Open your hip. And then press down through your right heel. Press over to the right with left heel. Breath in. You'll squeeze the outer left thigh. Lift the leg. Breath out. Big step. Low lunge. Nice long one. Breathe in. Reach out. Breathe out, left arm down, fingertips might touch the floor, they might not. Reach up through the right arm, press into your front and back foot. More breath in here. You exhale, back to center. Hands down to the mat, back lower all the way to the floor. When I take locust, uh, I call it the illegal one, bend your knees and press your heels up toward the ceiling. Activates glutes and hamstrings. Release down slow. And press back to down dog. Have a breath here. And let it go. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Hands on your shins. Press your heart forward. Lengthen the back of your neck. Lift the back of your head in line with your spine. Exhale. Fold down and in. And once again, halfway lift. This time, bring arms back to the si at the sides by like locust. Reach fingertips to the back wall, heart forward. And exhale, release down slow. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. We exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, press your hands down, step back, high plank, stay there for the exhale, tighten everything up, neaten it up, bring your head in line, knees down, straight into up dog. Breathe all the way in. Down dog, breathe out. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. 
breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. High plank or bend your elbows, rock forward on your toes, chaturanga dandasana, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Breath in here, reach down through your hands and forward. Breathe out, send your hips up and back like you're loading the spring, getting ready to possibly jump or walk forward, top of the mat. Either way, spring. Good. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. You're going to sit your hips back, and as you lift your chest, bring your arms up out in a V-shape parallel to the floor. Continue to squeeze the shoulder blades down. It's a scaption, it's called. Exhale, bow forward. It's not a Sanskrit thing, but it's a, like a, like a muscle and fitness term. Breathe in, lift halfway, but that action, super good for a lot of us with the shoulder stuff. I'll leave it at that. Plant your hands, step back. You do you on the planks, or lack thereof. Let your inhale bring you into a back bend. World's your oyster in terms of back bends and planks. Isn't that great? Then we'll step the right foot forward into a wide warrior one stance, least hip distance, and up and pause. Take your chest, point it toward the same direction that your hips are. So your hips and your shoulders are at the same diagonal, run like warrior 1.5. Reach the arms up, pull into your front heel, lift up breath here. Notice like, what does that do for you? For some of us, right, this is going to be like, Warrior 1.5 is going to be like the new Warrior 1. Right? If, if Warrior 1 ever like, just distresses you, particularly in your low back SI area, or you tend to have like, fussiness there sometimes, this is a good option. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. On your exhale, hands down to the mat. Step back. Your variation on a low push-up, back bend, and breathe in, and down dog, breathe out. Left foot forward, back foot flat, and come up hands to hips, and just notice the, the diagonal of your hips is natural. Keep your rib cage aligned with it, so shoulders stack right on top, everything's facing somewhat diagonally. Press your feet down, draw your abdominals in. This variation gives you a lot more access to getting into the, the abdomen, so it's worth it just to do that. Set your gaze straight ahead for like the same direction as your heart. Press your feet down, reach up through your fingertips, and then hands to the mat. Look forward, step back, breathe out to your plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog, good. Breathe out, down dog. Breath in, long slow breath out. 
forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. And bow forward, breathe out. Utkatasana, chair pose, reach straight ahead, arms parallel. Lift to the degree that you like and can maintain breath with. And exhale, bow forward. So if one of those, or the wide V or the parallel is better for you, use it. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Hide a low push-up. I'm going to keep saying that. You're going to keep doing you. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. This time, you step your right foot forward and step it wide, warrior one. As you come up, check the hips. They're diagonal of some sort. Bring your hands to the rib cage. This time, we're going to turn the rib cage toward the front of the mat. Then inhale, reach your arms up. And different uh, way to do it. Pull into your front heel. Lift up through the muscles of your back leg, core body. Right. If your low back, SI joint, anything that it just got a little like unhappier here than it was turned to the side, right? Uh, go back. <laughs> like, go back. In, in any and all things, your low back wins. Right? And if this is fine, then this is fine. But also know for those days when the low back can be fussy, and I know I have those days. Right. Like sometimes the state of the world is such that we have those days, right? Do what you need to do for that area. Lift your chest, go up, fan your fingers out, breathe in, and then hands to the mouth. Step back, low push up, breathe out, breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. And the left side of that left foot steps forward. Back foot flat and wide. As you come up, hands to your hips. They're at a diagonal. Right. And, uh, and old school, we used to do something different. Here, like this is the thing. Now the hips are the hips. They're where they are. You then have mobility at your rib cage that you can choose to use to turn toward the front of the mat and then witness what's happening in your low back when you do that. Right. If everything's good, it's like, then you don't have to overthink it. Everything's good. If there are bells and whistles, warning signs, even little warning signs, go back because both ways we can get the essence of the pose. We can ground the feet, lift in through the core body. Lift your chest, reach your arms, set your gaze forward. That embodiment of like, warrior pose. Right. Have a breath in. And then hands to your mouth. Breathe out. And take your little push-up option. Breathe all the way out. And back bend, breathe in. Release slowly, breathe out, back to down dog. Have a breath here. And let it go. Look forward, 
walk or lightly hop top of the mat breathe in lift halfway flat back and breathe out fold forward drop your hips back Ukatasana inhale exhale hands to heart center and twisting chair rotate and we're gonna start with just hovering it's not just anything but we're gonna hover left elbow over the right knee when you look down have your knees on one line if this is not okay right then then come back out of it but if it's okay one more breath here open the arm and your left arm to the outside of the right knee breathe in knees are on one line hips sit back heart forward and then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, fingertips to your shins, draw your heart forward. Breathe out, roll back down. Dig your heels in, Ukatasana, breathe in. We're to the same side, same thing to start. Hands to heart center the left elbow toward the right knee again then let your left knee sneak a little forward so the left hip essentially sneak a little forward open the left arm to the outside of the right thigh right hand can come to the hip right arm can reach up if this is not so good as the other one definitely slowly back out of it if this is mucho much better than the other one do this one Breathe in, draw your heart forward, and breathe out. Bow forward, walk your feet out wide. And take a halfway lift, hands to your shins, and then exhale, fold forward, wrap your arms around your legs, let your head drop. On that one again, it tends to be in the low back, secretly actually when we feel it and keeping the knees and hips on one line totally cool uh, used to be the only way you could do that uh, or were allowed to do that uh, because it creates a situation where you're just twisting your spine for a lot of us that's a lot of pressure uh, so um, what's really cool about the human body is that your body can adapt that twist and add the hips in to help you get some rotation if you let that knee come forward. So you get a little more range of motion and for some of us a little more gratifying twist. And release your hands, walk your feet together. So inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. So as long as this one does not trouble you, hands to heart center. Start by twisting, hovering the right elbow over the left knee and the knees on one line. Draw your heart forward, open the right arm, left arm if you like to, twisting chair breath in, knees are on one line, heart's moving up and forward, then exhale, fold forward. When you breathe in, lift halfway, take your arms back like airplane. When you breathe out, fold down and in. Inhale, 
Utkatasana, chair pose. Exhale, hands to heart center. This one starts the same way. You twist, right elbow over the left knee. Then as you open the arm, allow the right knee just a couple inches forward. So let's feel the right hip move just a little bit forward. And then chest up and twist. Press your arm into your leg, leg into your arm. You feel more ease and freedom of movement here. Good plan to do that. Exhale, release forward. Walk your feet apart. If you like, you can take the peace fingers to the big toes or slide your hands underneath. Toes to wrist crease. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold forward. So both of those ranges of motion work well for you. Do both, and and like uh, the more varied and unusual ways that you can move your body, and be aware of how you're using your body, right? Just the the fact that you're aware enough to make a choice about how to use your body right, is the yoga practice. So if both work, try both out. If one sincerely is like, this is better for my well-being, then definitely always do it that way. Release your hands, walk your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to stand. Mountain pose. Together. And palms together overhead. Slide your elbows down to shoulder height. Take your right foot to the outside of your left thigh. So you've got the the eagle variation of, of pressing forearms. Then you have a uh, more... Um, ankle to knee standing pose, or say standing pigeon with the uh, forearm press, and so it's <laughs> so it's like eagle that's not eagle at all, but for some of us is a much better option than eagle, right? If your elbows get to press together, pull your forearms apart, so low, lift your chest, and then on your exhale, slowly unwind this, reach up, mountain pose, breathe in. Yes, Jen, this whole class is based on uh, this question from yesterday, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hands to heart, uh, hands together, and elbows down to uh, shoulder height. Hug the elbows in, press left foot over the right thigh, and sit back. Breathe here. And if your elbows don't get together, you're, you're imagining there's a ball between them and you're, and you're hugging on that ball or some such thing. If they do get together, pull the hands apart. your elbow points, breath out, unwind it, and then inhale, we'll reach up. Good. Exhale, right arm underneath the left, so now we'll wrap and we'll go either, so option here, bear hug or 
forearms pressed together or forearms intertwined. So in some way, the arms are wrapping around the body. And then right leg wrap over in the traditional eagle cross. Or if you found that that ankle to knee works better for you, cool. Do that. Whichever arm position you've got going, press your forearms into one another or press your elbows in towards center. Another way to think of that, especially with the bear hug, we're spreading the upper back. And breath in, breath out, sit low. And on your inhale, unwind and reach up. Good. And exhale, other side. Left arm wraps under to whatever degree your arms want to go. So the leg wrap and the arm wrap are determined by body geometry mostly, uh, not so much flexibility. With your arms wrapped around in any way that they are, pressing the shoulder blades wide on the back, getting breath into your upper back. Exhale, hands to heart center. On your inhale, pick up your right leg. Just knee as high as it will go, hands stay at heart center. And then knee out to the side. Keep your body square with the front of the mat. Only take the knee as far out as it goes with you, hips and shoulders facing forward. Bring knee back to point forward. With hands at heart, you're going to turn your chest to the right. Good. Open your arms wide. As you exhale, hands to heart center and back to center. And then right foot down. Pause, have a breath. Let it go. Same side. Inhale your right knee up, catch it in your right hand. Or if you prefer, catch the foot in the right hand. Then same idea. Keep your body facing forward, take the knee or the foot out to the side. It'll be a, a strong pull to go with it, but you won't let that happen. Bring the leg back mm -hmm. into center, Swat, switch hands and twist. Turn your chest to the right. Breathe in here. Breathe out. Back to center. Both hands hold the knee or the foot. Release it. Exhale. Hands to heart. Foot to mat. Have a breath in. And long, slow breath out. On your inhale. Left leg up, and it's gonna. We're gonna say hands at heart. With the left knee lifted, you stand upright. Keep upright as you take the leg out to the side. Keep upright as you bring the knee forward. 
and then exhale, twist your torso toward your left. With an inhale, open your arms. Good. Keep the front knee lifting as you exhale, hands to heart center, and then foot to the mat. Breath in, and a breath out. Inhale, bring left knee up again, or the knee, if you prefer the foot. Leg or knee to the side, only so far that you remain center. Back to center with the leg, switch hands and twist. to center, catch up the knee or the foot with both hands. And then exhale, release it slow. Hands to your heart, foot to the mat. Pause, have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. On an inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, cactus your arms down at the sides. Slide your right foot back, bend the knee. Dancer with the cactus arms. Martha Graham dancer. Pull your elbows down, lift your chest. Take your inner heel up towards the ceiling. Breath in. And breath out, hands to heart, foot to mat. Pause. Give that one the other side. Inhale, reach up. And then left arm down. Oh, cactus it. We're going to cactus it. Left leg goes back. Bend the knee. Curl the hamstring. Feel the spot where your glute and your hamstring meet. Squeeze your glute toward your hamstring. Lift your inner heel up. Yeah, the glute hamstring that fold. My aunt Susan calls it the uh, thut. Um, those of you who are familiar with the teacher, Richard Rosen, he calls him he calls it the LBM, the lower buttock muscle. Uh, whatever you call it, you should be about done with this. <laughs> Breathe in, and then hands to heart, foot to mat. Have a breath. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. To the right side, right arm comes down. We'll catch the right foot. Dancer, kicking the foot into the hand. Press the hand back into the foot. So that's sometimes left out. Press the foot, press the hand back into the foot. And you're, you're trying to strongly turn, well, gently but strongly back to center when the, the foot kicks the hand the shoulder wants to go back so square up and one component of that is pressing the hand back into the foot and release slowly hands to heart press your feet down lift your heart up get a breath 
smooth out all the wiggles in the world that just show up and they become unimportant. You've exhaled. You inhale, reach up. And exhale. Left arm down. For real this time. You catch the left foot. And you cactus the right arm and do whatever you want with it. Kick the left foot into the hand and pull the hand back into the foot as you strongly rotate your left side back towards center. Again, if that's overdoing it in the, the front of your shoulder, you'll know that. You'll be sensible. Press your standing foot down. Press your lifted foot into the hand. Hand back into the foot. And then on an exhale, we'll release hands to heart center, foot to the mat. Take a breath and smooth everything out. Whatever it is, it can wait until you've smoothed this out. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, plant your hands, step back, low push up, or not. Breathe in, upward facing dog, breathe in all the way. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward on the center line of your mat to come up to warrior two. If you've got a block, uh, grab that block on your way. Then you place it uh, to the to the outside of your foot. I'm going to take a triangle, straighten your front knee, and have your hands at your hips. We're going to just from here, a little softness in your front knee. Tip forward of the front hip. Elongate your spine. So sternum toward the front wall. Press your feet into the floor. Slide your right hand to that block or to whatever side of the block, whatever stack of blocks, and possibly if you easily touch the floor with the spine elongated, do that thing. Your hand at your upper hip, you're just going to notice, again, if you slide your hand across your hips, you can try, if they're your hips, you can do that. Slide from hip bone to hip bone. They're not going to be square. That's totally fine. Now take your finger to your sternum. Draw your sternum forward, rotate the rib cage up toward the ceiling. This is pretty much the uh, same technique as the warrior one. Go in a different direction. And then bend your front knee. Come up to stand. Turn all of your toes towards the side of your back and then lift up and bow forward, straddle fold parallel and walk the feet uh, on the more narrow side of a straddle for you so that your head drops and it's about you know it's it's, it's enough to above the floor for you to slide your hand under if you can slide many many hands underneath that's totally fine if your head through body geometry is touching the floor uh, walk the feet in a little more
next inhale. Come on up to stand. Good. Turn your front toes back toward the front of the mat. Step out into warrior two again. So probably lengthening your stance. And then we're gonna do one thing. Look to your back foot, and usually, if we're aligning warrior two, it's parallel with the back edge of the mat. This time, spin the heel out, just like just one <laughs> heel spin. If you are now measuring by heel spins, you have become total yoga geek. From here, hands to your hips, straighten the front leg. If your stance is too long for you, go ahead and shorten it up, but keep the back heel just slightly out. And we're going to tip here, bringing the hand to the floor or the block. Could be inside, could be outside. And again, notice that your hips are not level by any stretch of the imagination. They're, they're more rotated uh, in this case, probably, probably. Then again, bring your fingertips to your sternum. Rotate sternum toward the sidewall. You can extend the upper hand. Stack hand over your shoulder and just pause to consider the the difference in sensation here if you can notice anything. But if uh, what you notice is substantially better for you, uh, do it this way all the time. I will admit this is substantially better for me and I do this every time we do triangle even though I don't tell you about it. <laughs> so today just uh, in case it helps anybody else. Bend your front knee and up to reverse warrior. Press into your front foot. I'm going to cartwheel the hands down. Step back to down dog or low push up. Up dog, down dog. And let's step your left foot forward to warrior two. Bring a block with you, and you can set that block to the outside or inside of your foot. I'm, I'm not picky on how you want to take that. <laughs> At least not anymore. <laughs> so first, we're setting up warrior two, and checking in the back foot is parallel with the back edge of the mat unless this always hurts every single time and you never knew why it hurt and now you just figured out how to not make it hurt. If that last thing just figured out how to not make it hurt, don't make it, like, like just do that thing forever and ever. And straighten your front knee. And, uh, and not all the way straight, just a little bend in that as you tilt forward, elongate your spine. So you're continuing to draw the rib cage away from the hips, hand to whatever, but, but hand on something. Continue to lift and lengthen your torso forward. Then again, just notice the right hip and the left hip, they are not going to stack. We are, we are no longer in need of being in between two panes of glass. Right? We have been in our houses long enough to n never need to, to go anywhere <laughs> in closer quarters than that. That used to be a thing. It is not a thing anymore. Fingertips to your sternum, rotate the sternum to the ceiling. So where we want to be rotating our spine is in the in the thoracic spine, not the low back, not the hip here. Uh, 
again, if this, if, if you just are now noticing that like, hey, this triangle is really not as comfortable as it could be, feel free to make adjustment. Right. Some reasons why it might not be, again, is this low back and, and hamstring issues if, if they're flaring up, right? Like, like if you have a hornet's nest, don't poke the hornet's nest. Right? That's just like life rule number one. Bend your front knee, come on now. Like, like it's crummy to have a hornet's nest, but if you do, like, don't poke at it. We're going to turn to the side, and this time a little wider with the feet for straddle, and a little turned in. And soft knees as you bow forward. So a little pigeon-toed, and this is another case where if this pokes the hornet's nest, go back to what doesn't. We'll be a little wider in the feet again. You still want your head to be able to have some some room uh, so that you have some sensation of, of vertical drop, of that release of your head. Like like if you need to, to bow forward and touch your head to the floor just to be sure that you still can, for sure, do that. The psycho-emotional benefits are maybe good. Then walk in and, and give yourself some dangle room. Breath in, and breath all the way out. Press into your feet, soft knees on your inhale. Come on up to stand, take your time. Squeeze your bum cheeks, and then turn back into warrior two, which you may need to elongate just as it is, you may not. When you look to your back foot, slide the back heel, gently out. Unless the other side, you know this is just not for you, then definitely, by all means. From there, straighten the back leg, straighten the front leg, tip into triangle. With that heel slightly back, we've made the stance longer, and we're allowing the hips to turn more. And then you're going to keep the hips in the position they're in. You might just use your hand to feel your hip points and where they are. And then rotate your sternum. So you're rolling with the, the left lung toward the ceiling, or, or attempting to. The ribcage rotates. Take the arm up as you like. One reason to do this, even if there is no pain associated with uh, your low back or, or anything in, in triangle, like your triangle is just fine, thank you. Uh, one reason to do this may be for you an increased sensation of inner thigh on the front leg. Uh, if you if you feel it mostly hamstrings usually, this variation could could bring more inner thigh. If, if you're not sure about that, press into your feet. Right, we're still pulling the left hip in. We're just not trying to pull then the right hip on top of it. Just keeping the left hip from going on vacation over there. Breath in. And then as you breathe out, bend your front knee. And breathe in. Reverse. As you breathe out, cartwheel your hands down. Step back. Down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. Good. And down dog. Long, slow breath out. Okay. 
down to your knees for camel. And first thing you might want to do is pad those knees. Go for it. Pad your your shins so that uh, just a review of, of basic anatomy. You got kneecaps and then you have the very top of your shin bone, the, uh, the tibial tuberosity. I just like to say that word. Uh, you want to be on the on the shin bone and not the kneecap, whether you're padding or not. It's the, it's the shin bones that press down and not the knees. And drawing in through your abdominals. Uh, take your hands to your hip points, draw them in. And then we're going to do use the, the, tr the traditional Camel 101. Take your arms beside you, turn your palms forward, lift your chest. Right. Uh, if this is about enough for you, and for some of us it will be, stay here. Imagine with your palms that you're pressing your side walls away. Those here. <laughs> Working in that little little box, and we're just going to make a little more room in that box. Another option: take your hands to your low back, point your fingertips up. Right, they don't you don't have to get your full palm to the back, but point the fingertips up so that your elbows hug in, and your hands prevent you from overcrowding in your low back. Lift your chest up. Right, everything just feels wonderful, glorious, and you know you want to go for your heels. By all means, go for your heels. Get a breath in. Squeeze your legs, come up, and sit back to your heels. Badrasana, or virasana, so hero pose or toad pose. Just upright, pause, breathe in. And breathe out. So, any shade of that Camel 101 that, that works for you is totally great. For some of us, this next one's going to work better. It takes a little finagling, it's a little more like finessing. Uh, we're going to start with the uh, the always popular hinge backs or Eddie Van Halen's. I'm going to tighten through your front body while you're standing on your knees. So come up to the shins, bring your arms forward, and then nothing's going to bend from knee to shoulder. Squeeze your bum so that that whole like. Uh, glute, hamstring connection, strong. Hinge from your knee, go back, doesn't have to be far, and then come back up. So you're doing that a couple of times, like you're moving a plank backward, and you're moving a plank forward. You're really going to feel that in the quadriceps. That's what we're looking to feel. If you're feeling it in your low back, uh, either you can rest or tighten in through the, the glute and abdominal work there. One more of those. Then stay, tuck your toes under, and let your hands drop back, see if your heels are there. If not, come on up and take Vidrasana again. If you got to the, a good point in the camel that you like, stay, have a breath. And then symmetrically pull your abdominals in, come up, so evenly on both sides, we're not pushing off one to get to the other. And sit back, Virasana, Vajrasana, just sit on your shins. <laughs> sit on your shins is a dangerous sentence to say into a microphone. <laughs> if you reverse the beginning of those two, <laughs> you get a bumper sticker. <laughs> make your way up to down dog. And, uh, I'm sorry, I amused myself with such childish thoughts, but, uh, you know. 
when you're in a room talking to yourself all day. Whatever keeps the sanity alive. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Next inhale. You're going to take your right leg up behind you. And then right knee to right wrist for a very uh, brief but warrior-like pigeon. So press your shin bone down, press your back foot down. We're going to have breath in here. You might choose to take it with hands at heart. Breath all the way out. And work the floor like a warrior. And then exhale, hands down. And you're going to walk forward into a prone pigeon where you, you, you lie down. Or if you have a different variation like seated or reclined, you can slide your back leg around and go for one of those. So just the difference there between these two experiences. One, that warrior thing, very active. This one, very mellow. Whatever gets you there. Three breaths here. By the way, I'm totally losing my edge because we're doing three breaths in the mellow one and one breath in the uh, warrior one. I think my edge got worn off somewhere in 2019, <laughs> but <laughs> one more breath here. And from whatever you got yourself into, in your own time, get yourself back to down dog. In your palm. Breath in. Breath out. Take your inhale, take your left leg up. And left knee to left wrist. Press your front shin and your back foot down. And there can always be that element in pigeon, but you can do that enough that this becomes pretty much a standing pose or a, a shinning pose. Shinning. Hands to heart, or you could reach up. You can also keep your hands down. Get a breath in. And a breath out. then start to move your way into the prone posture or come around onto your back. Three long slow breaths. Sneak out of whatever you got up to. 
make your way back. A long slow breath out. Look through your hands, walk or hop through the seated, make your way onto your back and take yourself to Shavasana in as many poses or as few as you like. body to rest and to breathe. And with your exhale, just empty. And allow the inhale just to take its own way in. Everything in the atmosphere is conspiring for you to breathe in. All you're doing is creating the conditions for that to happen by letting go fully. So you can take a couple of those exhales where you just like really exhale. And then let the, let the exhale just do its thing too. Your body knows. And in these moments, we, we get to practice trust in ourselves as human beings. It's a remarkable thing to take time out and do. When you feel ready to come back, keep everything really calm at center and just find your fingers and toes, let them start to move slowly and gently, just noticing the gentleness with which you can move. And then move to your right side. And again, you just do that with a degree of, of gentleness and of Taking your time because you can. Make your way up to seated. Again, just with that orderly, organized, 
with a replace yourself being gentle in the placement that softness and sense of being porous to the space around us after a yoga practice that reminds us of our humanness we have in these moments of transition the ability to to keep some of that even though we we do have to go back to real life We can go back with the essence of what we just did. And we acknowledge that with hands to heart and then to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. Well done, yeah. Thank you so much. That was fun. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.